listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. I feel like I fit I fit right in, you know what I'm saying, with my defense, my versatility, with me being able to play the five, me being able to play the four. Overall, playing hard and just my, my, my will to win will. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. We got yeah, a lot of young talent, um, a lot of guys that's wanting to be a great team. We all got the mentality to do it, so yeah, it's going to happen sooner than later. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. What is going on, everyone? You are listening to The Summit State of Mind, the podcast of Dream Shakes and Stepbacks and everything Houston Rockets presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network. I am your host, your commissioner, Kenny, and with me, as always, is my brother, my tag team partner, the GM, Justin. Follow all of us on Twitter at JP underscore Mirabueno, at Summit Commish, at Summit SOM Pod, and at Apollo NBA, and at Apollo HOU. Merry Christmas to everybody. We are recording this on December. December 25th, a very special day, obviously, in this time of year, the biggest holiday, in my opinion, of the year. But Merry Christmas, especially to all, and especially if you are a Rockets fan and a James Harden fan, because Adrian Wojnarowski decided to say, screw Christmas and drop a bomb live for everybody across the world to see as so far and bright that that the city of Houston had to stop what they were doing, had to stop opening presents, had to stop eating leftovers or their lunches with their families and pull out their phones because Woj does not care about your Christmas. He cares about dropping live bombs, especially once again, if you are a Harden fan because James Harden, it's official. He is looking at the possibility of coming back to Houston for a 2023 reunion that would make anybody, especially if you are an anti-James Harden fan, suffer through the weeds. GM, Merry Christmas. How are you doing today, Merry- good sir? Merry Christmas, man. Everything's solid. Everything's good. Just uh, had a good lunch. Nothing crazy. Watched uh, the movie Elf. Nothing Did but you watch my Elf? boy buddy. Uh, I never watched you're, it. You're just a cotton-headed ninny muggins. But it's okay. I forget. I've never watched. I've never watched Elf. Like, That's ever. a bummer. That's why you are. Well, dude, we weren't even supposed to record this episode. I was trying. I was gonna watch the Santa yeah. Claus. I was yeah, gonna yeah. do my holiday tradition, and it got broken up because of this <laughs> damn recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Um, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski decided to uh, say "bah humbug" to y'all's Christmas and just posted that bomb on Christmas Day to disrupt Christmas lunch for everybody opening gifts. But who knows, man? I mean, uh, this is a little interesting. It involves our team and, um, you know, the commission. I put Christmas on hold for just a short amount of time to speak on the prodigal son possibly returning back home in James Harden. Which is so interesting because we talked about this literally last episode. We had literally just talked about this like it was a segue for like a five minute convo. Wasn't well, even Tim McMahon reported it. So, yeah, you know, he initially reported. To, we had to talk about it just a slight, slight smidge. Yeah, like it was just a tiny note that didn't even like. It was like a tiny note that people were like, "Oh, oh, really? Okay." But like, nothing's official unless like Shams and Woj obviously drop like an official bomb, and this was an official like Woj bomb, which we we've 
thought about happening like it kind of was one of those things of like okay well it seems like a perfect time for a reunion mm-hmm. rockets are will be year four you know year four after the rebuild so it would kind of the stars would line up 2023 was cap space uh cap space central for the rockets as well so like it kind of seems like something that would line up but to have the official woge bomb of it happening is insane christmas day nonetheless now could it be used obviously as a leverage situation we're going to talk about that a little bit later but yes Woj officially drops the bomb you know he opens it up he opens up his article by saying all-star guard james harden is seriously considering a return to the rockets in free agency this july if he decides against the new deal with the philadelphia 76ers harden and his inner circle have been openly weighing houston in recent months sources said a remarkable possibility given that he requested and received a trade out of the franchise less than two years ago so i think you know right out of the gate gm um we initially had talked about this obviously last episode which i had just said but kind of expanding taking a chance to kind of devote a whole episode to this which we could have easily done that even without a woge bomb just by the idea alone but let's just kind of expand upon it um minus because you know we are going to attack different topics regarding this episode today but just without topic sake just off the top of your head right after Mm -hmm. hearing it like what was your reaction initially when you just heard that Harden is actually legitimately mm-hmm. interested in a reunion. The funny thing was, like, when he got traded, what did we say? On that early episodes of the summit, we had spoken about already immediately the possibility of him returning. So to me, this isn't much of a surprise in terms of Harden returning. Um, Harden stated that, you know, he always pays his debts and he is forever indebted to Houston. Um, in my mind, that is something that is him basically stating that he would be leaving the door open of a possible return to Houston. So with that being said, uh, I was not surprised. I was surprised at the release of the statement, considering that Philadelphia is now on an eight game winning streak. They just beat New York of short time ago. They won, I believe in single digits. Uh, James Harden had himself quite a game as well. With that being said, the timing of it all, there was even a video of him saying like, I can't be with family. I want to be with y'all for Christmas. So this is very weird timing, considering that they're in the middle of uh renaissance in terms of reinvigorating their season. They started out a little slow. They're coming back. So with that being said, it's very interesting. Um, I'm not, but you know, it's Christmas. James Harden, maybe he just wanted to be in the uh the news cycle. I don't know. But with that being said, to McMahon mentioned it first and short and Woj decided to expand on it in terms of detail with, I don't know, man, like in all honesty, like it's a little bit of a whirlwind considering that the Houston Rockets typically play on Christmas day when James Harden was Houston rocket. And now they do not. And the fact that we're suddenly in the news circuit about, we always find our way there. We always find our way there on Christmas uh, day, you know, (laughs) even if we're not playing the, the, the world is small and, it's all cyclical and everything just comes back to where it began. So I don't know, man, it's very interesting uh, situation. Um, At this point, there's not much to be taken seriously other than the fact that uh, it's all discourse in terms of part and returning. Who knows, man? I mean, when it comes down to that, I'm just saying I'm not completely sold on it. 
but that's not the question. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> you know, well, but not right, not as of, yeah, not yeah, as yeah, of yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, because, because, I mean, you and me, we've had our, we've had our own personal discourse over like the idea of like acquiring Harden back, bringing him back to Houston, and how that would like yeah. the fit would work, and blah within, blah blah. Within, within, yeah. within reason, always. Yeah, within, within yeah, you know, and yeah. I, I, that part I agree with you, but that's the extent of how far we agree because, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Like, honestly, straight up my opinion when I first read it, obviously, I'm not shocked. But at the same time, I understand and I truly believe that this is going to be a leverage play. I I just don't see it realistically as of right now. I want it to happen, and I'm going to go into depth later on why I believe I I think it would be great for the Rockets Mm -hmm. to get him back. But as of right now, on December 25th, on Christmas Day in 2022, I still believe this is just a leverage play. You know, like when I envisioned him coming back, realistically, I thought you know we were gonna get like on the last year of his last year of his career, maybe last, last two years legs, of his career, his, like, last legs. You know, his, we're already competing. His retirement party, his retirement party, his, his retirement tour, or you know, worst case scenario, we were gonna get you know hit me hit me one time with the Lance Berkman and Roy Oswald contract and sign for one day so he could retire a rocket. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought know, was gonna. That's mm-hmm. what I thought would would happen. I, maybe we'd go that route. Like I would want personally i would want him to come in 2023 but Mm -hmm. as of right now realistically speaking i do still see this as a leverage play but you know there's just then you but you start you start thinking of the personal side and that's where Woj kind of tugs at the heartstrings of the houston fans because later in the article he does say that harden you know signed a two-year contract 68.6 million with the sixers with a player option going into 2023 and 2024 and he goes on to say despite forcing his way out of the rockets in january of 2021 harden has maintained something of a magnetic pull to houston drawn to the community the lifestyle and the family their sources said and whatever after what you know, would become a relatively brief stops in Brooklyn and Philadelphia, move back to a rebuilding Rockets franchise would effectively represent comfort and familiarity over an immediate championship pursuit. So just hearing that alone, like the fact that he still has pull with the Rockets, like he still has, like there still is something like Mm -hmm. it's weird. Like even when he left and he donned a Brooklyn uniform in 2021 there's still something that always connected him with houston and i can never really put my finger on it like Mm -hmm. i see him put the brooklyn uniform on i see him put the philadelphia 76ers uniform on but for some reason i always kind of tied him still with the rockets and it's something i really can't explain but i always felt like there was always a point of reference that he was still connected like yeah, you know, I mean, obviously through the yeah, there's so many yeah. like different variables here. Mm-hmm. His mom still lives. His family still lives here. Like yeah, I guess his family that. still lives here. That. He spends his off seasons here. Like he spends his off season here. He mm-hmm. still has ties with the community. He still does you know J J A J H Town. Like he does that that community uh foundation. What do you, what was that word? Like he does a uh charity event. Like he still yeah. does events in Houston. Mm -hmm. He does. He has his restaurant in Houston. Like there is still so many like personal ties that at some point you'd have to think in the back of your head that, Mm -hmm. you know, I did say this uh, last episode, too, where it was like the LeBron pursuit of of going away for a little while. But, you know, you have the familiarity of coming home because it's still home. You spend your time away and it's like, man, you know what? I'm ready to come home. 
And maybe it's not prime LeBron of like, you know, I'm ready to bring a championship to the city of Cleveland. He ain't going to come did, back when, at when age. When did Vince McMahon become a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers? Can I mean, oh, I, well, I don't know. I mean, that, that, well, that I, was well, just First me, of though. all, I didn't say you're fired, first of all. I didn't hit you with a, <laughs> Justin, you're fired. That's like, understandably I didn't hit, so. <laughs> I didn't hit you with a, you're fired, but I did sound a little bit like Vince now yeah. hearing it. Maybe I should yeah. have gone mm. less Vince and more Triple H. Uh, maybe when James returns, uh, he could be the game. <laughs> I do have I do have a, 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 a wrestling-related quip in this uh, whole turnstile of craziness that is james harden but i'll we'll, I'll, 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 we'll dive hold? into that later oh we'll dive into goodness. that later okay well, it's, well that, that's because yeah. i mean when it, when we dig into the if we're going to talk about like you the know specifics, like specifics which we are of the yeah. deals okay okay pertain to him i will explain how james harden uh in wrestling lingo uh in my eyes could be one of those people but We'll we'll leave it for later, you know. Well, we'll you took let, me let's, half. Let's, let's well, you took simmering. me and the audience halfway there. Now I feel like you already took me fifty percent of the way yeah. there. You might as well take me all the way there. Come on now, this is like the polar. <laughs> this is like the polar express without getting to the North Pole. Let's yeah, stop about yeah. halfway through the mountains. Come on, bro. Like, don't just take me halfway through the mountains and decide. Do, do, no, do you really good. want me? Do you really want okay, me to no, explain? Okay. No, no. In this fine, moment, because okay. I mean, this it has to do with uh, the organization, Raphael Stone, and. Uh, just the whole uh, trade, post trade, and possibilities there afterwards. Yeah. Um. You know, we can talk okay, about okay. it now. Well, okay. or, well, you know, well no. Well, okay. No, no. I'll be respectful because you decided that you wanted to kind of hold off on it whenever the subject came up. But yeah. you know, we put our heads together to come up with how we were going to do this episode. Because typically, when we do episodes like this, it's very reactionary. We give you guys our reaction. And we kind of just kind of we we quip off of that and then we figure our subjects kind of throughout the episode itself. The good thing here is that the GM actually was able to kind of put like his thought into it and he actually ended up having uh good like good subjects to talk about. And we do want to talk about the subjects now. So I'm not gonna take credit for this. This is the GM's uh these were the GM's ideas in terms of like subjects for this episode in regards to James Harden. So I think it was really great. I love them so much. So I think we should talk about all of them. So the first and the first one, well, GM, you know, you're the one that brought up the subject. So, you know, pull it up and, and kind of lead, lead the episode in terms of like what you saw of the subjects and what you see. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, we're going to talk about these Houston Rockets. The one thing that Houston hasn't done since Harden has left is win. And obviously Harden does have a winning pedigree and him coming back to Houston will be bringing that back to Houston that desperately needs victories um, on the horizon for them. Considering that 2024, we owe a pick to Oklahoma city in the first round and us being bad does not do well for us. But anyways, you know, like considering that if Harden was to return to the Houston Rockets, um, would he, make this team a playoff team one which i do believe uh and two like how important is the experience of getting an opportunity of playing in the play-in or in the overall playoffs important in terms of the rest of these young guys or a few of the young guys that could possibly stay on the roster if james harden were to join in free agency okay well, so 
my thoughts like immediately on on what how that would kind of i guess directly impact the team is that if we thought if we think about it in a macro standpoint is that James Harden now granted this was years ago and James Harden was in his prime years ago he's past his prime easily uh, we we know that now but his effectiveness on the floor is still something to st- like it's still a sight to behold i mean for god's sake so let's take into account today today's gaming on christmas day he just they just mollywopped the Knicks, and he just did it without breaking a sweat like that that is kind of proof of the of the greatness that is still james harden that even even in harden's worst season we were like at 500 like mm-hmm. to be 41 and 41. Was that like 2015, 2016? 2015, with Ty Yeah, the yeah. legendary year with Ty Lawson. And don't forget Marcus Thornton. Put respect in his name. Remember <laughs> the to, name. Uh, shout out to Chris. Yeah. His favorite Marcus player. Marcus Thorgod. He calls him Marcus Thorgod. Um, <laughs> but, you know, getting back to the subject of actually bringing Harden back, he does bring back, like, like you said, like a winning pedigree. Mm-hmm. And, instantly would catapult like what fans don't want him because of ptsd i get it let's be real here they don't want him back i feel feel the same way but they um, don't want him back because of the ptsd like right like that is the proof the proof is in the pudding and they don't want him the the fans that are anti-harden don't want him back because they think they'll stunt the growth right yeah i get that i get that you know I what I mean? That. You're gonna you're yeah. gonna say something. You're gonna say something, huh? <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to be Go like, ahead. you know, like I, I understand that a lot of people are angry at James. I get that. Yeah, they still hold um, it, they still harbor it. Thinking about other players that played the city of Houston, Carlos Beltran played us. Oh, let's go. Come on. In free agency of 2004. Tell the people. I mean, I'm not gonna state that what he did was um more was more or less egregious than James because to be honest, James requested a trade in the middle of the season, left us for dead, and he didn't want to be here. I get that, but Carlos Beltran played this team for their money, and Scott Boris played Tim Papura, the GM of the Houston Astros at that point in time, and what he did was very villainizing in oh, the yeah, contract negotiations. Him. Yeah, we hated him. I'm we not saying like that Drayton McLean didn't didn't have um. Uh, what's it called responsibility in that as well. Uh, Carlos Beltran states that he wanted to be here. I don't really believe that. If I'm going to be completely transparent, I think he's just saying that in terms of the fact that he did eventually get a World Series here, trying to play the uh, the publicity card correctly. Um, that's all conjecture, though. But what I'm saying is that everybody deserves a chance to redeem themselves. And do I? Excuse me. Do I believe that James deserves that? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not mad at him. Honestly, I would have wanted to get traded too. If you tell me you're committed to me to winning a title, but you trade for an injured John Wall and sign Christian Wood after I responsibly traded Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, you know what I mean? I would have kept Russ. If you're trying to win it all, you might as well have kept him. Try to make it work, figure something out. But that's just me. Um, I just didn't see how that was going to work. Uh, James kind of saw the writing on the wall. I would have done the same exact thing. Maybe not in the same treatment, but probably not in the same way. So, I mean, I don't villainize him completely, but that that's just me. Um, it doesn't mean I want him back, though. Let me just clarify that. Yeah, no, it, it. but that's like, that's how you feel, and I respect it. I think you're a dummy for it, but I respect it. It's still, <laughs> like, the, it's the impact. Like, where do fans, what do fans want? Like, fans, 
if I were to break it down, fans are wanting to, and and I'm gonna say this, and rock, and if you're on Rockets Twitter, I apologize. Organically win, they want to organically grow the youth, have the full on youth movement. Okay, yeah. that's cool, that's great, but let's let's talk about this. Where let you know we need to have this you know little bit of dialogue as well. All the teams that have won titles that have had a legit youth movement that grew into championship contenders that ultimately won it all. Let's take first and foremost, you know, the team with the blueprint. Let's take the Golden State Warriors, for instance. You know, Golden State Warriors, they had Draymond, Clay, Steph, right? They had Harrison Barnes. They grew that 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 core unit, right? They grew that core unit, which is what we kind of have now. We have a Jalen Green. We have a Jabari Smith. We have an Alperin Shangoon. We have a KPJ. We have a Tari Eason. That's great. That's like your core. Mm-hmm. But they don't win at Ar- all arguably. without... Yeah, yeah, arguably. yeah. But they don't win without the leadership of an Andre Iguodala. They don't win without getting these pieces and let's not downplay Andre Iguodala for what he was he was the finals MVP you know he was a finals MVP Mm. like he did incredible things for that organization now granted I'm not saying Iguodala and Harden are the same player I'm not saying that at all but if you want to win it all you need that bit of a player that knows how to win and let's be honest here this Rockets team does not know how to win they just don't. And Gordy, all shouts and respect to Eric Gordon, he just doesn't move the needle for this team. They need to start seeing, like I said this a few episodes ago, they need to start seeing wins. And when you add a James Harden who just wins, he mm-hmm. just wins. He finds his way and he'll find ways to get you wins. That's just what he does. He's in like I've always said this. He is Peyton Manning. He just gets you wins, yeah, no matter no, what. That. During a season, get he'll get you wins, and that's invaluable experience then, for this core. In the playoffs, is something that's a whole other story. And that's then, and, and, and we'll, know. yeah, but I just want to get. Well, first and foremost, fans, what do you want? Do you want to? Don't you want to get back to that? Like, don't you? Yeah, get but back I mean. Obviously, you want to, but the question is, do you want it with James, or do you want to see if these guys okay, do well, themselves? There's, well, there's obviously okay, well, a fine Lou, line like, there. Yeah, yeah but if you have who, who, a guy that wants to come back, I mean, like can a the guy Rockets that convince caliber? Fred Van Vliet to come and play point guard for the Houston Rockets? Because that's kind of like what I would want to do. I mean, allow the opportunity to give him to be the yeah. guy to lead the team. But, you know, he's one of the titles, but he's not, but he, you, you don't know him. if he's like a needle mover superstar type of guy. I get that. James yeah. isn't that guy either. Now, today, he is not that guy, but he still has the playmaking moxie that makes him the man. I mean, he had 20 assists just the other night. So, I mean, he still has those tendencies. People say that, well, James isn't a point guard. That's a lie, man. James has always been a point guard. It's oh, just that's a matter bullshit. That's the rest of bullshit. the rest yeah. of the NBA. Absolutely. He is, um, he is a point the guard. The rest of the NBA is caught on now because he doesn't play for Houston anymore and he doesn't play the same style i mean granted he still does a little bit of his isolation type of ball but when you have guys like joel Embiid, tyrus maxi and uh tobias harris as weapons alongside of you then it's not necessarily needed in terms of that and you know a lot of people may think that he might revert back to that which is also a possibility that's a whole other story but there's also the also the possibility of him coming back as the vet who understands his role and wants to move forward and give guys like uh 
uh, Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., Kevin Porter Jr., even to an extent, um, maybe Al P., uh, the chance to succeed. But that remains to be seen. That's a whole other world. We don't know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's a side that people are hoping for. Someone like you who's hoping for that type of mentality change for James, which is also a possibility. Yeah. Because I'm not going to write it off either. We, we, we know what we've seen, but that's a different version. We've seen yeah. him now in the no, type no, of yeah. guard he plays now. Yeah, exactly. So, and yeah, don't the Rock... Hey, guys, don't shoot the messenger. Don't the Rockets need a point guard? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> don't, my, no don't, me don't, and my don't manners. Say that to, mind, don't say that to the Kevin Porter Jr. Mind fans, me. But, yeah, <laughs> mind me and my manners. Oh, my goodness. The Rockets need... Oh, my goodness. Yes, KPJ mm-hmm. is the point guard. Oh, newsflash, guys. We stink. Okay, <laughs> like we're gently not put it, just a gently. Yeah, put it. we're just we're terrible. Not, we're just not. Yeah. And this team, I've said it time and time again, we're better than our record. We are better than our. I still believe it. We are better than our record. But the point guard sets the table for the team, which ultimately still puts a bow on our subject because we're talking about the impact of Harden. Mm-hmm. Harden alone. I, I, man, and it's, you know, you don't, you don't want to be that person to always give people chances, but like, I truly, you know, going back to what you said earlier, you know, give these people a chance to redeem themselves. James Harden's going to come back on this team. Look, he's coming back on this team with different, with a whole different management. He's coming on this team with whole new faces. He has to know what he's getting into at this point, because it would be his choice to come back home and mm-hmm. he and i don't think he comes back home thinking yo i'm gonna be that guy i'm gonna come in and jack up 25 shots and take the clock to three seconds before i pass it to oh i don't know the next great shooting guard of our generation jalen green mm-hmm. harden is a smart guy i think he know i think he should have a better grasp and understanding of man i got jalen green who is who is literally one of the fastest guys in the NBA today who can create who can dribble who can shoot the ball who can attack on all three levels oh mind me i have a jabari smith i have a two way player that i can develop that i've had this in a trevor reza before to a degree i had a 3 and d wing but i have trevor reza on steroids now with a jabari smith who could who is not as much trevor reza but could develop into more of dare i say a Kawhi leonard didn't who, we see him ding up luka Doncic in the fourth last game too we did we i did. mean he that's looked what i'm good. saying like he looked he good, looked good. And so. yeah, the last possession that he gave up a three that was on jabari i'm not i'm not even gonna i'm not gonna excuse him of that he left like the hottest shooter on the floor which you shouldn't have done so that's on him you'll learn but <laughs> but James Harden sees these guys. James Harden sees it. Alperin Shangun, you know, the second coming of Jokic. He can see these young guys. And I think he he's a smart guy. He's going to come in and understand, like, yo, like these guys, this is their team. Like, this is a whole nother team. Like, this is not when it was me, you know, with Eric Gordon and Chris Paul or swap him out for Westbrook. This is not the same team with, like, a Daniel House and... Robert Covington like this is not this team anymore this is a whole different team now and I can come in and make an impact but maybe I can do it in a different way now and think about the 2023 pick if it's Wemby if it's Scoot (laughs) 
Like, what if, like, that, you know what I mean? He, there's no way he can come I, in I and just be like, I don't know. yeah, there's so much talent. If we get Wemby, there's just no way Harden's going to yeah, be like, Wemby, this is my team. I'm jacking up 25 I shots. I don't, I don't no. see uh, Harden and Scoot working, to be honest, but. No. I don't either. I don't. I, but um, but we're not gonna cross that. Like a, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like if, if there's if a hype, happens, an Amen Thompson. Draft, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Thompson yeah. twin or Cam Whitmore. Uh, yeah. Or Cam Whitmore Jr. Like those guys. Yeah, it can work. But Scoot Henderson is someone that has to dominate the ball. You know. He, yeah, and the, that that's fair. Make sure of like Darren Williams, Derek Rose, like yeah, playmaking moxie of a chris paul like he's got it all he's got all but think, the tools but think but think so, about it from a wemby you know. though think about it if they get wemby like if they oh, yeah. get wemby, wemby killer. there is just yeah. no, but the, talent wise there's just no way yeah. i just don't see harden viably at age 34 or 35 coming back and be like man this Operating is my team like back the in, guy yeah 2018 2019 i unguardable tour i'm still gonna I mean, jack up 20 they, shots they, you know, like think about that. Ain't gonna you know, happen. Lemby and James, and you know, your, shout, yeah. out to, shout, shout out to Dex, who's been putting out that lineup into the universe, Get manifesting your, yeah. that. You know. Get your head oh, out boy. of your ass if you think that he's still going to be the same. I yeah, truly yeah, believe yeah. he is not going to be the yeah. same. So, okay, GM, let's let's move on let's, because let's yeah. from that, yeah. you talk about topic number two here that you had brought up, and you do say mm-hmm. that uh, you brought up a good point. Does Silas stay if Harden returns? Yeah. And so if, if he doesn't, who coaches? You know, yeah. like there's who's they're the, intriguing names. Absolutely. Who's the culture guy? Who's going to be <laughs> the coach for Houston? Like, does Silas stay if James Harden oh, decides man. to return? My favorite coach of all time, Doc Rivers. Come on down. <laughs> Hell no. No. Are you never. kidding me? It's been um, well honestly, documented honest, how much honestly, you just love Doc honestly, Rivers. What I think personally is I think Silas is gone. If uh, James Harden does join the team, um, I think they're going to try to run it with Lucas maybe bring bring um a well-known coach like you know maybe a quinn snyder who's open on the open market right now maybe even dan tony don't agree with that though don't don't i don't agree with any i don't agree with that um personally for me i want mahmoud abdel fatah coach abdel fatah is the man uh he's the guy that i feel like should be groomed to be taking over eventually um i feel like he's the nice young coach who can earn the respect of a vet and vice versa. You know, I see him going along the lines of the trajectory of that is a Nick nurse who coached Toronto to a title with Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, you know, Fred Van Vliet, Pascal Siakam. Like I think that uh, Mahmoud Abdel Fattah is someone that we all have to keep an eye out for. I don't think that he's ready personally but when you do have someone like a james harden on the floor who can you can trust to run an offense hypothetically speaking of course um i think that mahmoud is someone that you should seriously consider having as the head coach a lot of people might not think that's popular but i truly believe that that man is a man of respectability humility um someone that would wear rockets red um, with pride I'm not saying that silas isn't either i just don't know if silas is the right man for this team i'm um, considering uh how this team has played thus far in the last three years but that's just me personally um but yeah that's the, that's just how i feel in terms of that can like what, what do you think in terms of coaching uh if that possibility does arise well, let's be realistic here. I don't believe Silas would stay. Um, I think part of the reason, well, I think part of the reason why Harden 
um, wanted to leave obviously has to be, I mean, this is all conjecture. Like you, you, like you always say, but I mean, let's be honest here. If you're reading between the lines, like Silas got hired and Harden was ready to go. So like, could a, the jo- hiring of a John Lucas maybe have conti- could have con- you know enticed him to stay? There's a possibility, of course. There's always that possibility that he could have been enticed to stay. Um, I I'm ninety five percent sure that I mean, there's just no way. Like realistically speaking, so if I am believing that si- so the answer straight up to your question in a yes or no mindset is that no, Silas does not stay. If we're gonna expand upon the fact that who's gonna come in and lead the culture of this team. It's probably most likely going to be John Lucas. John Lucas will get the head coaching stint, um, because he's a Harding guy. Um, more importantly, he uh, more importantly, the team you can already tell the team loves him. Jalen Green has been well documented. The fact that he loves, uh, Coach Lucas as well. So he has the backing of like Green, who's the franchise cornerstone now, to a Harden who would be returning. It's obviously got to be John Lucas, but I love the idea of promoting uh, Mahmoud Abdel Fattah as the first assistant head coach to kind mm-hmm. of be it with like a backup of like, yeah, well, I mean, they already have a Lionel Hollins. Like they technically have a, they have a guy now that was already, you know, that was a head coach for a while that yeah. has a defensive mindset and their defensive pedigree as a coach with a Mahmoud Abdel Fattah as well. I want Mahmoud Abdel Fattah to get promoted and mm-hmm. I do, I, you know, we can agree in this instance, I do want him ultimately to be groomed to be the one to lead the team into the future, especially if John Lucas isn't, isn't, isn't the long-term move. Um, but if they want to compete right out of the gate with Harden, John Lucas, or, you know, dare I say, I'm going to take a page out of the GM handbook, give Sam Casella a goddamn head coaching job. Oh yeah. You know what? That is, I mean, he's, okay. Let's, let's be completely transparent here. He is also the assistant coach currently of the Philadelphia 76ers. There you go. And there if you, you saw, go. that's a good There's name no because, yeah. because he already has built a rapport with James. And if he is the guy. And there's been reports James that they get will, along. They get James along. James will fully endorse yeah. him. I mean, they were yeah. working together in the office. They always, they're always working can, out together. You could see that Sam was giving him a bit more of a harder time in the video. I mean, maybe that's all for show um, to kind of show that, hey, James isn't that guy that gets away with everything, but at the end of the day, that is something that is certainly a possibility. I'm pivoting. I'm uh, pivoting my statement. I want that's, Sam. That, that's I'm all really in. Good. I'm all I'm in. Not, I want Sam. Sam, you know, I am. Bring I, him home. Bring. Really, you know what? I, Fuck it. Bring them both home. Let's fucking go. Bring them both home. Bring Harden and Sam. I am home. And you know I what? Let's it. add extra. Let's add extra it. to that. Let's get Chucky Brown fucking here. Let's fucking go. Let's get everybody back. I am down yeah. for that. You know what? You know th- this is what we'll do. Uh, we I will. Um, if he does, uh, come back and that were to happen, we will get Chucky and, or maybe we will message him and be like, yo, what is the possibility of uh, you know, um. Sam Cassell coming to Houston, you know what I mean? Oh, I mean, how good is he with James? Let's not, let's not, let's not put fire into the furnace now. But look at that, you just started <laughs> something. Okay, so, <laughs> so the idea of Silas staying, it's moot. I think it's moot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just don't realistically see it at this point. It's most likely not going to happen. He would most likely not stay. And I think even yeah. minus Harden, it's it's there are a, a lot tough of go right now. That believe yeah. that he will, but I, d- I don't agree. With no, that. I but, I don't. But, yeah, 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 yeah. No, we're not going to go in too much depth on on that. I just wanted to put out my statement of like yeah, I even yeah. think minus the Harden situation, 
Uh, yeah. I think Silas's days most likely are numbered here. But okay, yeah. so let's let's continue let's, to let's, let's move yeah, on. Let's let's, let's continue let's to on. talk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's continue yeah. to move on. So, you your next question was you know who stays in this mm-hmm. in this Rockets group? You know the young core, and mm-hmm. ultimately who who stays and who goes? You know mm-hmm. you got you have, we got KJ Martin. You know other than the top guys, you know the core core. Mm-hmm. You got Jalen mm-hmm. Green and Jabari Smith. Who I think are they're here. They're here to stay. There's just no way. I just don't major, realistically major see major core it. pieces. Um, the major core pieces that I yeah. know for sure that are virtually you want to say five players that stay four, five, six. Like I, I honestly would say, believe. I think there's between speaking, four to five. three or four. No, realistically yes. speaking, I only see three to okay. four. If you're looking at okay. a championship, con- if you're looking at developing into a championship, okay. really, if, three if or we're four. saying if we're saying this, who are your four guys that stay? Okay, do you want me to go team. first or do you want to go first? You go first. You okay. Go first. Right out well, right out of the gate, Jabari mm-hmm. Smith. Mm-hmm. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith. That's only that's okay, all you okay, need. Okay, okay, Dylan. <laughs> I knew that you're the greatest rapper of all time. Jabari, but... Jabari, 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 Jabari. Because mm-hmm. I speak hot fire. Okay, but yeah, but go. for real though, <laughs> Jabari Smith stays. Mm-hmm. You know, Jalen Green stays. Oh, this yep. is like just like the expansion draft. <laughs> Jabari and Jalen stay. Uh-huh. Oh man. And and then after the two, this is where it gets a little a little dicey. But I would like to keep Tari. Mm-hmm. I would like to keep Tari as a part yep. of that core. Because mm-hmm. you can't just have stars everywhere. But pick number four can go many ways. I have my person of who I think will stay. Who is your guy? You would think that it would be like an opera in Shangun, but he actually mm-hmm. is not my fourth pick. Mm-hmm. Like Realistically speaking, I just don't see if if we're taking into account a hard in return. Um, mm-hmm. I just that's just not the guy. There's just too mm-hmm. much hands in the cookie jar at that point of ball handling. You got to mm-hmm. give Jalen Green touches. Yep. Alpine needs his touches, and yep. Harden is already creative point guard. You don't need that. Well, he's so he's, I just he's don't, also, he's you also need a lob a, threat. He's he's not a rib runner. So exactly, and he's not he's a rib not, runner. You need threat. a lob. He's threat. not the guy that will save James or James. And we need and we need a defense, man. You know, the shout yeah. outs to you know I don't remember who made the tweet, but shout outs to whoever made the tweet. Oh, I think it might have been it might have been Dave from Clutch Fans. But he was like Jabari after covering you know after playing defense forty eight minutes with with KPJ and Jalen Green and 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 Alperin yeah, Shengu, like, a... like, and you know, head, you know, he's hunched over. So I guess, you know, pick number four can go, can go in many of ways. And, and this is only, I'm only saying this if he truly accepts the role that is given to him and understand that this is who you are. This is what you need to do. And if he fully embraces it, Kevin mm-hmm. Porter Jr. I have my, I have my reservations, but I mm-hmm. ultimately, if he if he embraces the role that's given to him, which mm-hmm. could be many of things, could I be, be the starting two? Mm-hmm. Or am I mean, starting three? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, people aren't going to like this. Sixth man, if he's willing to accept the role that is given to him, he would be the fourth. If he's not yeah. willing to accept the role that is given to him, it would be KJ Martin. Okay. KJ Martin, I would yeah, still I, like I, KJ to I respect outside that. of that. Okay, so hands hey, keys off over to you. We already know Jabari's in there, Jabari's in there, Jabari and Jabari's in there. We know this. But GM, who, who what about you? Who are your choices? If it's four. Oh, I mean, we have a similar three in Jabari. There's just Jaylen. no way, right? You can't go away. I want, from that. I want Tari to stay personally because of uh his effort. Uh, I feel like that type of playing style with uh combined with his athleticism and how well his three point shot has been. Not recently, actually. Don't. But yeah, the weird thing is, like maybe um, like we want him to stay, but I don't know if he will. Is that yeah. he's um 
he he's he <laughs> that's true um because he does hold value in terms of how he's been playing um i don't I, I don't know if we saw something that um teams have asked for his availability but when it comes down to it i think i would take tari but for my fourth piece kpj isn't even there uh in my opinion the fourth piece is either kj martin and if he is healthy Jay Sean Tate. Oh, I but, forgot about but, him. Dang but it. I'm going to be completely transparent. But that's just because I think Jay Sean yeah. would be a great fit next to James. He would. But be a on. But but fit. but let me let me clarify here. I uh, I do think that KJ Martin is the best fit next to a James because he understands the nuances of playing off the ball. When you play with a ball dominator like a guy like a James Harden, it's very apparent. Um, that you need to be able to move off the ball. And the thing about KJ is that he has this uncanny ability to find seams, cut to the bucket with um, openings for the passer, whomever is handling the ball. So I do think that KJ Martin alongside James, there will be a lot of gimmies and a lot of assists for James. There's going to be a lot of stats stuffing in terms of assists because of a KJ Martin cutting to the bucket. Um, with that type of athleticism, fast breaks, you know, we have someone who's also who can lob in James, you know, so I think that is something that's certainly a possibility. And I think that he would be a great core piece alongside of a James Harden, you know, um, whether I actually want him back is a whole other story. But th that's not the point what we're talking about today is the possibilities of him actually joining back. Yeah, but we move. We yeah, move, no, man. yeah, no, we continue. I mean, it's all like I said, this whole episode could just be a moot point and he resigns with the Sixers in July. Like there is that distinct possibility, which I still ultimately believe will still be the end game. But the idea, like I said, the idea of cap, the idea of money, the idea of coming home, the idea of playing with a young core, the idea of playing with Jalen Jabari and possibly Wembenyama, like mm -hmm. it, that would entice anybody. LeBron, yeah, you yeah. know, LeBron, you know what, you know, look out for that Sports Illustrated statement. If we, if we sign Bronny in with the second round, you know, LeBron goes, I'm finally fulfilling the promise and I'm coming to Houston, you know, like, like, you know what I mean? Like that could entice yeah, yeah. anybody to come to Houston. Mm -hmm. So good points, good points overall. Let's move over to the uh, fourth topic. You said if he returns, if he returns to Houston, would the James Harden trade that took place in January of 2021, would that trade become the greatest heist in mm -hmm. the history? Now, you just said history. Could this be NBA or do you mean NBA, MLB, NFL, NHL, the world, you know, any sport that exists in ESPN 8, the Ocho? Are you talking about any? Like, well, history okay, or NBA yeah, this, history? This, this what are we talking thing. about here? Like, we've seen great heists. Like, the... um. Who was the guy that was traded from the Cowboys to the Vikings? And Dude, in that, that. Cowboys trade, that it was a very well-renowned Herschel Walker. It was the Herschel Walker trade. He got traded to the Vikings um, from the Cowboys. Cowboys received a multitude of first-round picks. And one of the guys that I think they drafted with the picks, Troy Aikman, another guy, Michael Irvin. Um, I don't know if Emmett Smith was in those draft picks, but I believe there's one of it was one or two of those guys who were pretty much franchise changers for the Cowboys. And Larry Anderson, Larry Anderson for Bagwell. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, 
what I'm asking in terms of championships, like Irvin won Super Bowls, Jeff Bagwell did not, unfortunately. Jeff Bagwell is arguably the greatest Astro of all time in terms of statistics, but it's not going to be after a few years. But um, at this point, it's possible that Jeff Bagwell is the most productive Astro of all time. Fight me. I'm I'm not even the biggest Bagwell guy, but that's what I see. Um, But anyways, um, when it comes to this, this is all to Raphael Stone. This is the thing. Has he drafted well thus far? Jabari Smith Jr., Jalen Green, uh, and then the other guys, Al P, Josh Christopher, Usman Garuba, uh, you know, Ty Ty Washington, and Tari Eason. We still have another draft uh, coming up. Two first-round picks currently, ours and Milwaukee's, uh, a potential swap with the Brooklyn Nets, which seems highly unlikely. Um, but the thing about it is that we're only time would tell. But if we were to trade all those picks – get all those picks for James Harden and he comes back as a free agent for free nothing you know I mean obviously we have cap space I don't mean that in the literal sense we didn't have to trade for a quote-unquote star right that could potentially be one of the greatest heights of all time and just imagine we draft Victor Wembanyama, like people state correct this is how I see it if we're going to talk about it in wrestling terms shout out to Salman Ali uh posted about uh you know, like how crazy it would be if this was a quote unquote a setup by James Harden. And the way I viewed it was almost like a coup in terms of wrestling, like in storyline terms, right? Just paint like, me a word picture. I've been waiting to hear okay. this moment all episode. <laughs> Let's think about it like this, right? Um, if I can do it, I wanted to paint Harden like a Hulk Hogan or a Daniel Bryan, the sense of when Daniel Bryan joined the Wyatt family, correct? James Harden becomes the villain he decides i'm done being uh the guy i don't want to be the guy here in houston i'm gonna leave for my own purposes i want to win somewhere else it's not gonna happen here he lived long enough to be the heel to return as the biggest face of all time considering the pieces um it's certainly a possibility in that sense you know um like hulk hogan coming to wwe after being in wcw for many years he didn't want to leave wwe but he had to leave wwe he wanted to get paid his worth joins the nwo does his thing in wcw comes back to wwe as a member of the nwo paint the picture wrestlemania 18 against the rock who are they rooting for they're not rooting for the rock they're rooting for hulk hogan member of the nwo um and harden who a lot of rockets fans see as a villain could be the new quote-unquote good guy the baby face as a houston rocket again if you pair him with jalen green victor Wembanyama, jabari smith jr the list goes on so when it comes down to that it kind of blows my mind and with the potential of the picks like this could be the greatest heist if Raphael stone drafts very smart or trades very smartly and we win a championship that is up to Raphael Stone, but hey, man, had to do it in wrestling terms. Your boy, the GM, we, uh, the commish, we're all big wrestling fans. We always find a way to incorporate it. It's what we've always done from the beginning. From day so, one, day one-ish. So this is something that, uh, in my mind, is something that could be seen. I don't say I agree with everything. It's just more so what I see in terms of a macro view. Um, there's just a lot, a lot of things that go on. I, I hate how I have to clarify here because I sound like I want to back. I'm 
talking no no i think you're just presenting a situation yeah in terms and you're of what presenting a situation yeah and i think that it's a there's nothing wrong it's with a, that, it's yeah. a good argument i'm not there's there's nothing wrong with it it's a good argument and the possibilities of wanting him back but kenny and you're to you what do you think considering that i painted this eloquent photo of the rock and Hulk Hogan looking at the crowd, the Toronto crowd yelling. Yeah, no, Sky, and Sky Dome. Yeah, and Sky Dome. You know, uh, like this is a this is this is a it's it's a spectacle. It's a spectacle. You know what? You know you, you know what's really interesting is when you mention that, and I you you painted the word picture in a very in a very great way. Like I told, I see it. Like imagine, like. I would equate that moment. Now, granted, that is over 60,000 people's, you know, Toronto Skydome was insane. You know, that was a return like nine years in the making when Hogan left in 93. He came back in 2002. So that was a nine year, you know, obviously the length of time is longer. And and Hogan was, you know, he like him and Vince made WWE what it is today. Like you can't. The WWE doesn't exist today without Hulk. Like, that's true. Like, so, but if we're talking, so Harden, it's not, Harden doesn't move the needle in that way. Like, like, let's, let's be real. He's not comparing Hulk to Harden. Let's think about it like this. Because what, the first thing you said when you mentioned them in Skydome together, the first thing I thought of was, um, just imagine game one in October, you know, the Rockets. They're playing game one in Houston. They're opening at home. Just imagine, even if you're not a Harden fan, like let me create a word picture so everyone can kind of understand. Imagine game one in October in Houston, in Toyota Center with, and then you have the giant screen. And then all of a sudden, you know, you have Jalen, you have Jabari, possibly a Wembenyama. And then all of a sudden the silhouette of a beard pops up and then he walks back through smoke and he goes, I'm home. Imagine the roar of the crowd in that opening package. Imagine Jonathan Sanford. Imagine Jonathan Sanford. You know, the legendary sports announcer for the Rockets when they are in-game. when Because I can see Harden not even being introduced last. I can see him being introduced first. And I can see them going, Jonathan Sanford going, Welcome home! No, first he goes, Number 13 from Arizona State! Let's welcome home the beard! James Harden! Like, dude, just imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The roar of the crowd. Like, can you not get emotional? Like, the way that the WWE fans were all invested in this return. You know, they wanted to boo him because he was a heel. But he comes back and he's a... You can't boo him at the end because he's in front of you. He's back officially. Like, realistically speaking, are people going to boo? Are you going to go to Toyota Center and boo that? You're going to see the video? Because let's be real here. Houston, the the, the the media team makes great packages. They're going to create a video package in a, in a wonderful way. It's going to be similar to LeBron coming back to Cleveland. Let's be real here, guys. And they're going to mm-hmm. get that, and they're going to come back, and Harden's going to be there. Imagine the emotion on Harden's face. Like, they're going to zoom the camera in on him. 
we're going to be at the game. I guarantee you we're going to be at the game. <laughs> but like for people that can't go to the game, just imagine that possibility, like from an emotional standpoint to paint the picture of what you're saying, like that's huge, you know, and you at that moment, all your hate's going to fade away yeah, because right. you see the bigger picture of what Harden is to the city. Mm. It's bigger than basketball. And I hate to say that it's bigger than basketball. So, so, so in that terms, I get it. And, and overall to go back to your original question, like, does it become the greatest trade heist in history? Yeah. hundred percent. He comes Mm -hmm. back. Absolutely. Because we're going to lose our picks starting next and starting in 2024, not next year Mm -hmm. in two years. So it's like, he's the reason why we gained all these draft picks and swaps. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so we lose those picks. So, you know what I mean? Like we get the draft swaps, we get the Brooklyn picks and he comes back and he comes back and we start winning it because the draft yeah. the draft picks we lose become moot because at that point we're no, not yeah. trying to draft high so it's like yeah it would easily be the but greatest then, trade brooklyn, heist brooklyn, in history. brooklyn would easily. suck so we would have high picks especially later like what's it 2025 it would be a la boston yeah it would be i don't remember yeah it would be a la boston when they're competing Stuff yeah. like that, right? It'd so, be like Brooklyn, I mean, Brooklyn and the Celtics when they're competing, you know, by that time because they had traded for Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. It's the same. Like that would be the dream scenario, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're competing for titles while still retaining a super high draft pick. Like yeah, that I would agree. be that's in a perfect world. So like I hope that you know people in a way kind of understand like you know we're on opposite sides of the fence. Justin want Justin, honestly, if it's up to you, you don't want Harden back. If it's up to you, well, if it's up to you, um, if the ball's in your court, I would prefer to get another point gun to your head. But that's just, okay. but that's just because that's fair. We ha- we know James Harden how he operates. But I mean, I'm not saying that he wouldn't be great. But the point is to win it all. And the question is, you want to win it all? Can James Harden help us win it all? And I don't know. I don't know. You know, um, we've seen him fail many times. But I mean, us to be completely transparent, like as a guy that holds a lot of value in terms of not the word novelty. I'm also very, um, uh, Kenny, what's the word? Nostalgic. I'm a small nostalgic person naturally. So of course I want Harden to succeed if he were to come back to Houston. When I completely believe in it, I don't know, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hope, but I honestly do not believe in it. But that's not the point. Um, my vote for me is that obviously I'm not completely sold on it, but you want him back, which I completely understand. I mean, I think there's a there's an argument for both sides. It's well, he comes fair. back. He comes back because he's he comes back. If he ever comes back, if he comes back in a different role. That's the bottom line for me. Yeah, he comes yeah. back in a different role. I don't think, like I said at the beginning of this episode, James Harden is a smart guy. Yeah. He knows basketball. There's no way he can come back and see this type of talent with this type of team with the possibility of a win becoming and honestly believe in his right mind that he is still going to be the guy that drops the unguardable tour on people. There's just mm. no way he is a smart yeah. guy. He understands the business. He understands basketball. He's smart mm. to the business. He should know. So if he chooses to come back, it's going to be, and I guarantee you all this, and you can quote me on this now on Christmas day of 2022, he comes back in 2023. He will be Chris Paul. He will embrace the Chris Paul role. And this is what I ultimately envisioned his return to be. It is going to be that role. He's going to be Chris Paul. He's going to help these guys see the wins. He's going to help them 
figure out how to to figure the ebbs and flows of the game, how to mm-hmm. ultimately figure out the you know the ultimate it, it's the it's the it's life of pi it's the ultimate equation of what is life like and you never yeah. find the answer that's what the rockets are right now to winning they just can't yeah, seem no. to find the answer yeah or yeah. to find it consistently they'll find ways to win but yeah. like to find ways to consistently win that's what creates contenders so yeah, i and harden just I mean, wins the, 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 harden the value, wins wherever he goes the value, the value yeah the value, value is there, and I ultimately mm-hmm. believe if Harden does come back, he will embrace the Chris Paul role. And yeah. there's, I respect, and it. I just, and I just don't see. To be honest, I don't see it failing. Like people, because because people have in their mind that Harden's going to be this type of player. I am a hundred percent certain that he is going to return. And he won't be the same player. He mm-hmm. won't be what he was when he left. I guarantee it. And you can quote me on it. that now. So that's just where I stand on it. And I truly yeah. believe that if he does come back, it's going to be a different team. And how can you not imagine like Harden throwing lobs to Wemby, kicking it out to an open Jabari in the corner? Mm-hmm. Like, like Jabari would feast. He would feast. My man would average like 18 a game. Like, I'll just be honest. Like, I, I, I won't deny that it's very enticing. But um, And then to the attention yeah. that he would like take away, like, you know, you equate it. Let's equate it to baseball. Like the protection mm-hmm. that the protection that Pena has with Alvarez behind him. Like mm-hmm. the protection that Jalen would have with Harden next to him. Yeah. Like that would open the floor up so much for Jalen to drive, to shoot the three, to attack the mid range. Like that would open up so much for Jalen. Mm-hmm. Like Jalen yeah. could drop like 25 a game. Like yeah. I viably see it. I can see Harden averaging like 18 and 10 easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 18 to 20 points and 10. But and it's a possibility. Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. So let's, cl- let's, let's wrap this episode up with a, a nice little Christmas bow. Ultimately, GM, by the time it's summer of 2023, what do you think happens? Realistically. Realistically speaking. Realistically I think, speaking. I think, I think James Harden resigns in Philly, uh, personally. I think that James Harden comes back at 37, you know, or he picks up the option, and then he decides after 2024 to come back. I'm not sure if he's going to come back this year. Um, it's just year two with Joel Embiid. You got to go for it, you know. Give it three years. He's only had – uh, stars for two no years. more than three years. So. Every two I mean, years. I said this in episodes past. I think I think that <laughs> James needs to um, you know, I think that yeah, he should probably stay. Um, if he wants to come back, uh, I guess, but you know, what do you think? I believe truly that this is a leverage play. This is uh if this in a realistic standpoint, the dream would be to bring him home. But in a realistic view, uh, it's a leverage play in my opinion. Because why do you think this comes out on Christmas Day? Like when they're playing, yeah. yeah he 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 wants it's to a get, leverage he, play. He took less money to come back because yep. he didn't play as well. He he's gonna pull his best Justin Verlander, uh, you know, earn that contract, the next contract, and earn then the contract. Either get paid here or get paid in Philly. You know, it is go pay is. me my pay me we'll my see. contract. I'm gonna go get my we'll, contract. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, and um, I think that yeah, I think that's what happens though. I yeah, think he ultimately yeah. resigns with Philly. So I think you and me are are simpatico in that sense. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what, Ken? Let's go home here. But yeah, do, let's get ready you know, to go you, home. I'm, I'm tired you know of Christmas. Let, let me, I want to spend time uh, with the family. Give me some moment here. There's, we do have to uh, announce. You know, we announced it today. It's been in well, the wait, works. We, we didn't well, I'm actually, the, huh? well, I'm actually opening it. Well, I'm actually, well, I'm going to open the episode with it, but go ahead and end the episode with it because that's how I'm going to open the episode. With it. Go um, ahead. So 
uh, we do have another Rockets Watch Party in two days. Tuesday, December the 27th is the date. Um, we will be hosting a Houston Rockets Watch Party with Drift Bar over in the Heights. I believe it's on West 20th Street. Yep. West 20th, yep. I believe. You got okay, it. Okay, I wasn't so sure. And it's 1702 West 20th Street. There you go. So we will be having a Rockets Watch Party there. Everyone, please be sure to come bundled up to stay warm hang out with your rockets brethren from apollo we got you know hopefully some friends from rocket twitter showing up it'll be a great time enjoy some drinks you know it's christmas time and you know paul mccartney said it best it's a wonderful christmas time so let's go enjoy ourselves hopefully we, you know there you go christmas like hopefully the rockets will get a win here and maybe we'll get back-to-back dubs. We do have a game tomorrow against the Chicago Bulls, and then a game against the Celtics. So we will see what happens. I don't know what to anticipate. But um, anyways, we do hope to see you guys uh, whenever you guys listen to this episode. Hopefully it's not too late, but you do have two days. No excuses, right? We'll be promoting it through Twitter. you know. So um, come hang out with us, guys, for sure. Um, anyways, follow me on twitter at jp underscore mirabueno what follow, follow the podcast on twitter and tiktok at summit s-o-m-p-o-d what follow the fam what uh, oh actually wait hold on follow the what? instagram at summit state of mind underscore p-o-d what and follow the company our people the family at Apollo NBA what? and at Apollo H O U. What? What? That should become a tradition now. We should None start doing that. that. We gotta create that. Tra- <laughs> we should create that tradition. <laughs> yes, of course. And uh good good call on the go home here. Yeah, we hope to see all of you there. We're very excited to do another watch party, and it's just such a great like I, I love that bar. Like on a personal note, like I just love that bar. So I know that y'all would enjoy it. They just have great drinks there, and the vibe is incredible. Um, they have f- over 50 TVs. How do you not want to, like, go watch sports there? Like, they have over 50 TVs. It's, that's insane to think about. And they just have some of the best drinks in Houston. So we we hope to see all of you there. You can give me a follow as well on Twitter, at Summit Commish. Be sure to check out all the Apollo podcasts within the Apollo Podcast Network as well. Be sure to check out One Take Podcast. You know, like I said, they had the review over Avatar, and they're going to be continuing to review movies where you get all your movie and pop culture needs. I'll go check out Off the Gridiron with the Apollo Texans. If you like to suffer like they do, you know, and you're still a Texans fan at the end of the day, go check it out. They do produce great content in this very woeful season. They still like they're the ones that produce, in my opinion, the best Texans content out there. And of course, be sure to check out BTD, the crown jewel of Astros podcast. I I will go and I will go to the grave with saying that uh, beyond the diamond with Dez and Brian Lalema. Be sure to check them out. They continue to push out great content, especially with uh, the Astros in the golden era. So if you guys want to listen to the best podcasts out there, I highly recommend to check out all the podcasts that are within the Apollo podcast network. So that's on the sign off and go home here. Merry Christmas to all and to all have a wonderful night. And if you are a Harden fan, congratulations. And if you're not a Harden fan listening to this, well, too bad. So sad. We just devoted a whole episode just to talk about this subject. But nonetheless, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. We hope to see y'all Tuesday for the Rockets watch party against Jason Tatum and the Celtics. And once again, on the sign off and the go home here. Merry Christmas, go Rockets, go Apollo, go Summit, and to all have a good 
night. The Summit for...